The Money Show. The Africa Business Report. Africa Business Focus brought to you by RMB, your corporate and investment banking partner. Traditional values, innovative ideas. Rona Kapoldis is Director and Africa Analyst at Signal Risk. What on earth is going on with Twitter in Nigeria, Ronak? Yeah, uh, Twitter has been banned in Nigeria as from the 3rd of June, Bruce. Uh, and this is as a result of a tweet uh, that was of, of the President Muhammadu Buhari that was deleted by by Twitter, um, the Nigerian government clearly took exception to that and has now banned Twitter. Um, and this has, of course, elicited a very strong reaction. Um, in the political domain, it's really no surprise. This is very on-brand for the Buhari administration. Um, the autocratic behavior that we've seen in that regard is now extended into the digital domain. And I think it could be the precursor to some more draconian legislation in the, the ICT sector, and more government control. And, you know, the example that many African governments use is the China example where they curtail civil liberties. But the, the, the flip side of that is that they deliver development. And, you know, you can't have that bargain if you don't fulfill the other end of it. Um, and, of course, that leads to the social consequences where Nigeria has got a really young population, a very vibrant social media community. And this has really triggered a strong backlash. Um, so it's going to be interesting as to whether this elevates the anti-government sentiment that exists and results in protests. Uh, as we know, they're just coming off the back of the NSAR's protest movement. And then economically, there's the potential for divestment from the ICT sector, already negative perceptions around the regulatory environment. And Nigeria's got a very flourishing startup industry um, so if this compromises, you know, investment, advertising, recruitment in this space, there's going to be some, some lasting damage. Um, I believe there are constructive talks between the Nigerian government and Twitter at the moment, but a lot of damage has already been done. Yeah, it's an astonishing decision, and uh, one looks forward to seeing how it plays out. One really does, because you, you stifle public comment at your peril, uh, certainly in the long term. Um, Zambia is going to an election. How are things looking there? Yeah, not great either. I think the the three big focus areas ahead of the poll. Um, first issue is a legal issue around the eligibility of the current president, Edgar Lungu. Um, the Constitutional Court is currently hearing petitions to nullify his candidacy based on unconstitutionality. The people bringing this uh, petition to the court have said that he's already served two terms and is not eligible. He argues that um, the first term, which he inherited from Michael Sata, did not meet the threshold for a presidential term, and therefore he should be able to run. So the outcome of that is going to be quite interesting. Um, unlikely that, uh, that it will, he, he will lose that case. Um, the judiciary is likely seen to be pliant. But, you know, we've seen exceptions in the likes of Malawi and Kenya, so you never know. Um, then politically, there are concerns around voter registration, the credibility of the Electoral Commission, and a general democratic deficit, which we saw in and around the last election with a media clampdown, the arresting of the opposition leading candidates. So those trends have really persisted as well. And then economically, uh, there's no other way of saying that Zambia is a mess. It's it defaulted on two eurobond payments. It's chopped and changed finance ministers. It intervenes in the mining sector. Debt service costs are, are globally high. And it's been doing a song and dance to the IMF for over five years now. Um, and it's unlikely to that that will be resolved before the election in August. It's been, what, four years, I think, since uh, Jose Eduardo dos Santos uh, left the presidency of Angola. And I just wonder how 
well the corruption cleanup in Angola is going. It, I mean, it, as far as corruption goes, it was a, it, it was turned into a fine art in many respects. Um, his daughters had to give back lots of money that she gained while she um, was a beneficiary of the state's largesse, and it, it in some respects, looks like it's the cleanup's gone quite well. But overall, um, are they making progress? Yeah, it does seem quite genu- quite genuine from the, the new president, Charles Lorenzo. Um, you know, recently they, he, they, they dismissed the highest-ranking military official and 11 other senior government officials in connection with a, with a large embezzlement and money laundering scheme. Uh, of course, he's gone after the, the former president's children, um, Isabella and Jose Filomeno. And, um, you know, the, the, the cleanup has been quite genuine. Um, of course... You know, it doesn't do do wonders when the new scandals to the image of Angola, um, but it suggests that that he is sincere in his commitment and he is cleaning up uh, the, the the government in Angola. Of course, the question is, what does this mean for international creators and partners? How will they view this? Um, of course, with the oil price um, falling quite dramatically last year, Angola has been dependent on external funding. Um, but I think they performed well under the IMF review of the recent program. And as a result, I think uh, the, the president will be able to keep international investors on site um, and is quite, quite, uh, quite positive in his cleanup efforts. Ronak Gabaldas, thank you. He is director and Africa analyst at Signal Risk.